Alright legends, so I've got another little story for you in this video about uh, clients and people you work with moving the goalposts on you. I mentioned it briefly at the end of the last video and it just sparked this memory in my head. So I'm going to share this one with you whenever you're getting into video production in any way, shape or form. There's more than one person involved in it. Um, make sure at the very beginning now this will start some arguments, but do it. Trust me, do it. Uh, because someone will, at some point, decide to move the goalposts on you. And it's going to be at a real pain in the backside if you haven't got something on paper. Uh, just something where you and the other person agree ahead of time what's going to happen to the project, where you're at on it, who's doing what and uh, what you're going to do with the project at the very the end of it, you know, just everything. Put it down in paper. People get super upset about this sort of thing because it comes across as you don't trust me, do you? Well, I'm telling you right now guys, before we get into it, from my experience moving forward in anything these days, I trust absolutely nobody when it comes to doing the job. Seriously, and you can take that whatever way you want to take it, it is what it is, but from experience I'm going to share a couple of stories with you right now but the goalpost moved on you, because uh, I was going to share one story, but two have actually popped into my head now. The first one was the very, very first online show that we did on YouTube. There's me and a group of friends got together at the very beginning and we were shooting these videos for more or less to give me footage to play about with to learn how to edit. I got into client work at the very beginning, wanted to do weddings and events, that sort of thing. Uh, when I, me and my ex-wife divorced and sold the house and split everything 50-50 down the middle. I had some liquid cash for a change, so I bought myself a new car, editing computer, camera, decided okay I'm going to get this. I've been thinking about this for a while now, I'm going to get this here a go, but can I film? Can I edit? You know, I didn't want to get into the situation of getting booked for a wedding or event or something like that there and discover I couldn't edit, you know, so or films. So we started shooting all these crazy little videos and when we started that it was kind of based upon more or less uh, like a jackass tribute sort of a thing, skateboard videos, that sort of stuff and uh, way back a couple of years before I started, this was like 2005 where I got my first gear together, 2004-2005 there was videos shot by these guys that I was playing about with shooting these videos. They had done something similar to this beforehand. So we floated the idea about getting a hold of the the old videos that they had previously done and editing them into this new selection of videos. So we all agreed to it on a handshake sort of thing. And uh, mistake number one. Because when it came down to it, some of these videos were going back to 1999, the year 2000. And the camera that was used at that stage was just a camera that somebody's parents owned. And there was all these tips. So the first camera I had was a 
digital tape camera and uh, these cassettes that I got hold of took ages to get hold of them. Discovered they were all analog, so I had to actually go track down an analog camera and get this set of cables and a connection to translate the analog signal into a digital signal again to the computer. It took flipping ages and a shitload of money to get hold of all that stuff. So once that was done, got it all done, trans transferred over to digital, started editing and whatnot, started shooting her own stuff, started blending all this stuff together, putting videos out. Uh, one of the guys that was involved in it, six months down the line or so, comes to me and is like, I don't like being in these videos, take them down. So I'm like, oh, shit. So of course, I had to take them down, guy didn't want to be on the video. So I had, like, after all the time that I spent running about looking for this damn camera, this analog camera to transfer the stuff across, spending all this money getting hold of the, the equipment to change the analog to digital signal, I, pro I probably wasted about six, seven months in total, and whatever amount of money it was getting hold of this stuff and tracking down this camera, it was a pain in the backside. But, uh... There you go, there's one example of getting into something where you think everybody's on the same page, they're not. Some guy decides, oh, screw this shit, I don't want to be involved and I'll take it down, so you have to do it. So that was the first example of not been, or somebody moving the goalposts on you. The second example is a short film that I was brought on to direct and edit. Uh, it was called Weapon of Choice. Uh, this is probably going to start a a whole mess load of trouble sharing this story but it is what it is this is how it went down the guy that's put it together was the guy that wrote the script and he has had or, or still has a group on facebook uh, like a film making community sort of thing this is how we all met to you know got together and whatnot and got into make this film he had seen some of the stuff that i had done previous to it so we were sitting one night he walks in and sets out all these scripts and uh, hands one to me. I want you to direct and edit this. as like spot on. No problem. This other guy says uh, I want you to produce it. So that was alright. We've, we've delved kind of into this short film before. Uh, this little guy that was producing detests my existence. He really does. He just... Uh, he's very very much in the frame of mind of uh, the paper qualification if you haven't got that you're just uh, you're blown in some shape or form so I was kind of up against it from day one of this guy still am to this day uh, detests me in a major major way and I did say in one of the last videos that this short film that we worked on together all the trouble that happened in it it's actually the highest viewed short film on his channel right now so uh the inexperienced self-taught guy got the last laugh in the end. But the way he moved the goalposts to me at one point during the project was two-day shoot. Uh, at the end of the second day, everything was finished up, wrapped up, final shot of the film done. Getting ready to go home, the guy walks up to me and he goes, I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to get somebody else to, to, to edit this short film. And at that point, I was kind of like, 
I had that bad of an experience in the film, I was just kind of, whatever the hell you want to do with it, that's fine, that's okay. So I got into the car, I was heading home, and then I thought about it, and I thought to myself, that wasn't the deal when I was brought on. I was brought on to direct and edit this thing, and that started a whole mess load of arguments right there, because I got in contact with him, and the guy put it together. Even though this guy was in the producing role, he wasn't the guy who put the project together. So, I had a little bit of leverage right there. So, plus the fact that, um, and it does show a little bit of an experience in his side of the thing because he was, he was smart, and the fact that he didn't bring this up to me at the very beginning of the first day shoot. He waited to the last day, whenever the directing and everything was done, all the footage and everything was in the can, ready to go, and then he brings us here up. But, if he had more experience, he would have realised, because he hated the way I directed, in a major, major way, because I wasn't keeping the the records that most directors would like to keep in these projects, and that's simply because I was there in the frame of mind of, okay, I'm directing and I'm editing this thing, so that's my strong point. I am pretty damn good. I have to say, blew a lot of sunshine up my own backside right here. But I am very, very good at uh, putting a, f a video or a short film together. If I'm also editing it, it just makes the whole process so much smoother and quicker. Anybody that does it will tell you exactly the same thing. We are not exactly in the moment, in the shoot. We're actually 10 steps ahead during the shoot we're actually in the editing chair in our minds we're sitting in front of a computer screen editing the film while we're shooting it you know as things is happening you're kind of like okay we've got this this is what i need this is what i need after this we have to go here we have to do this sort of stuff so we're, we actually have the whole film actually done in our minds while we're there it takes a lot of the whole messing about and doing about 700 takes just to give a an independent editor a whole load of choices whenever you hit you're the director and editor you're there whenever you hit the target you want to hit you know you know you've got it you move on so i was thinking to myself okay this is going to be a pain in the backside for anybody else to edit bar me because uh as i say you know the director and the editor is able to take all these shortcuts because he knows where he's at he knows what he's doing and another editor would probably find it fairly difficult to get through the stuff that I had there. Not impossible, but just a real pain in the backside. So I actually had a fight to get the edit back of the short film. Because, again, that is another reason why you should get something on paper before you start to go on to any project. It stops this sort of thing from happening. People will get upset at you and think you don't trust them. It's not that at all. It's just you're you're covering all the angles and trying to avoid stuff that gets happening after a project is finishing off, you know, and you're getting into the final stages of it and you're putting it together and you're figuring out what to do with it. It's just a lot easier to take care of all that stuff from day one. You know, if we had have been sitting that first night in the meeting and the guy hands out the scripts and I want you to do this, I want this guy to do that, 
everybody agrees of it. You do some sort of little document, it doesn't even have to be a real professional legal document, it's just more or less write it down, get people to sign it. That way whenever somebody starts this crap at the end of a, a project, you can just like here, this isn't what we agreed, this is what we agreed here. So uh yes, there's been there's been more arguments than enough over that short film over the years. Uh I've got no idea other than the fact that I'm self taught why this guy hates me so much. But it is what it is. Like he tried to change the goalpost when he really shouldn't have done. And uh at the end of the day, the short film works and it's his highest viewed one. You know, you'd think he'd be happy with it, but no, some people you just cannot please, but uh, no, definitely whenever you're getting into a short film, make sure everybody's on the same page, moving forward, and you have that little record to say, this is what I'm doing, this is what you're doing, this is what's going to happen with the project after we finish it. Uh, just takes a lot of the headaches out of it at the end of the day. That's going to do it guys, I'll talk to you in the next one. This has been a production of Coins Age Media. Thank you so much for listening.